Center of Gratitude Radio Show with your host, Dr. Johnny Bergstrom. Welcome to the Center of Gratitude Radio Show. I'm Dr. Johnny Bergstrom. The Center of Gratitude is a global broadcast now enjoyed across six continents and more than 24 countries, and I'd like to say hello and welcome to our listeners all around the world. If you are joining us for the first time today, thank you for listening. Each and every episode of the Center of Gratitude radio show is 15 minutes because your time is important and we appreciate you taking a few minutes to create your ultimate life at the ultimate level with gratitude. Grateful reminder that you can follow me on Instagram at The Gratitude Doctor, and we can be friends on Facebook through my page, The Gratitude Doctor. You can also email me at dr.gratitude at centerofgratitude.org, and of course, my website is centerofgratitude.org. My topic today comes from my firsthand perspective of reflection that will surely resonate with you when we consider the topic of hindsight. For as long as any of us can remember, the saying has been, hindsight is twenty twenty. Twenty twenty is also synonymous with perfect vision, thus assuming that when seen with perfect clarity, we realize, after the fact, what we should have done or would have rather done in a situation or circumstance that occurred in the past. With so much emphasis on what I have coined as the reflective directive that is 2020, I would like to ask you today to consider its opposite. What would happen if we placed as much importance on concentrated foresight as we did on reflection of hindsight? Let's get started. Why does something have to occur before we can react? What would happen if we pre-acted rather than reacted? Thinking our lives into existence, creating our centers of gratitude, conceiving and developing ideals that we would like to see in and as our lives. Think about that. It's essentially planning ahead or planning your life in advance. Think about the last time you plotted your week. You got out your calendar, whether digital or handwritten. You went through your week and you planned ahead for things you needed to accomplish. You know in advance that you need to eat, so you plan to grocery. You know in advance that you have meetings and appointments, so you make note of them. You know in advance that you have to exercise, spend time on projects, etc., so you make notes of those. Yet, you leave several things out of the plan. You omit any mention of yourself, first of all, and taking time, even if it's five minutes, to check in with yourself to ensure that you're okay every day. You omit any plans to give thanks on a daily basis. You omit any mention of feeling joy or happiness as a result of gratitude You omit any mention of expectation you have of how you want the week to go. You can see where this is going. You know what you have to accomplish, fine, 
But how you accomplish what needs to be done can happen one of two ways, positively or negatively. When you set your calendar of intentions, appointments, and meetings, obligate yourself and commit yourself to yourself, to your gratitude, to your expectation of fulfillment with joy and positivity in the efforts that you make for yourself and others throughout each week. Focus right now on what you know, which is hindsight, and realize that in the past, you should have given more to yourself, your aspirations, and your general wellness and positive state of being. Use your newfound foresight to command your intention and attention to gratitude and the positive results that come from navigating your life from your center of gratitude. The lessons of hindsight teach the value of foresight. 2019 has been quite a year for me. I have manifested so many wonderful new circumstances and elements while at the same time removing toxicity and negativity that nearly drove me to the point of crippling anxiety and panic. That may come as a surprise to you, depending on whatever opinion of me you have formed over the span of time that you've been listening to my show, or not, if you're fairly new to the show. Yes, I have struggled and still have issues with anxiety and panic. I am an empath. Literally, I feel you. If you don't know what an empath is or what qualifies a person to be an empath, give it a Google and you'll soon understand. I will allude to its meaning and definitive qualities throughout this episode, so you may not have to fire up your browser at all. I take being an empath a step further and consider myself to be a conscious empath. I know I'm an empath. I don't need to be labeled or told by some random person that this is who I am. I know I am. I got it. But even someone like me, who understands the vibrational impact of everything and everyone around him, has to overcome the physical conditioning that happens in this realm versus the freedom and expanse of understanding that occurs in the non-physical. When we transition from the non-physical to the physical, also known as being born, we enter into a new realm, a new reality and an overall seemingly new existence, and we start fresh until we realize and awake to our pasts. What do you mean, awake to our pasts? I've said it before, and I'll remind you now, YOLO, that expression that's very common now, YOLO, you only live once, that's false. Yeah, it's false. We live again and again and again. Explain to me how something you've never experienced in this lifetime seems so familiar that you can describe it perfectly, as if you've visited the location or experienced the event. Where do you think your dreams come from? 
random crazies that pop into your head because you drank too much or got too high. No. It's your mind unlocking different realms and realities that you've lived are currently living in parallel universes. But calm down. Don't stop the podcast. (laughs) That's a whole different series of episodes, so we're not going to talk about that today. But let's get back to the topic at hand. The lessons of hindsight teach the value of foresight. As I mentioned, 2019 manifested some greatness for me, as well as presented me with quite a few challenges on both personal and familial levels, causing me to pause and contemplate my own family dynamic. After being spoken to quite harshly back in June, in or July rather, in a way that some would deem unforgivably reprehensible, I have taken the past four and a half months off from associating with my mother and my siblings. Instead, I have retreated into my protective bubble with my husband, and I have been devoting all of my time, attention, and love to him, to us, and to our life together. The past four months for us has been absolutely magical. We see each other in a new light. We see each other with joy and positivity rather than with angst and anxiety, which existed from our interactions with my family. The pressure, the expectations, the negative tone that conversations always seemed to find their way into, it all just became so overwhelming and made me feel like I was fulfilling a sentence rather than living my life. And then in July, the nuke was dropped and obliterated everything in its path that resembled what once looked like my life. Now that the mushroom cloud has cleared and the fallout is about over, there is an eerie yet perfect stillness that is the peace that I have been longing for. Now is the time for hindsight. Hindsight teaches us the value of foresight. It is when we pause to look back that we determine how we want to look forward. In my pause to think about my family dynamic, for example, I realized that they are the only people on the planet who I allow to mistreat me or treat me less than I demand or accept from others. That ends with this year. It has ended, but officially will not go forward with me into 2020. If they want to be part of my life, they are welcome to do so, on my terms and my terms only. I know how I treat others. I know how to love and give from a center of gratitude, and it's high time that my focused energy and time is spent on those who bestow upon me the same respect and love that I bestow upon them. Don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. You are the only one who knows how you want to be treated, and you have to find a way to kindly and firmly make it known to others. How 
it will be accepted for you to be treated. How you frame and word your message needs to be designed around the audience for which you're aiming it, just like with any message you anticipate others receiving. One more transition, and I'll be back with my last segment and final thoughts for this episode of The Center of Gratitude. New year, new you. This will most likely be my last episode of 2019. I have some globetrotting to do over Christmas and New Year's. January 23rd, very fun day. January 23rd is the third birthday of the Center of Gratitude radio show. The relative hindsight for this podcast is immense and incredible. I was on a shopping trip with my husband and my mother-in-law in Texas after Christmas back in 2017. And I sat down, I'm sorry, 2016, and I sat down for a moment to check my email. I had an email from a radio show host in Colorado Springs named Janice Carlson, who was inviting me to appear on her show in January of 2017, just after the new year, to tell her global audience about the power of gratitude. It just so happens that she has family that lives about 45 minutes away from me here in South Florida, and she was visiting them after Christmas, and she and I had the opportunity to meet for coffee before she left to head back to Colorado Springs. Two weeks later, I appeared as her featured guest, and a couple days after that, I started my own show, and the rest is history. I still uh, guest appear on her show, The Networking Diva Hour, also powered by Blog Talk Radio, on a monthly basis every first Friday for my five-minute segment called My Gratitude Gift. We began a quarterly appearance this year, and I will continue that into 2020, so be sure to be on the lookout for those appearances as well. A great way to be in the loop is to connect with me on Instagram, as most of my socializing, as I call it, (laughs) is done there. I don't really care for Facebook anymore, and in the year of hindsight and foresight, I don't really care to do things I don't really care about. Yeah. What I do care about is producing impactful, meaningful content for you here at the Center of Gratitude. I am not a machine, and I could not crank out information for mass consumption that may or may not be good on a weekly basis. Instead, I create new episodes when I have something to share, a perspective to discuss, and a message to spread. I encourage you and thank you ahead of time for going through my archived episodes and listening to any of them that suit your needs at any given time. I do my best to title them appropriately to their subject matters so you can quickly index what you're looking for. If you come across one that wasn't your favorite, never fear, there are more, at least 65 others, and just like the others, they're about 15 minutes apiece. I value your time. I appreciate your attention, and if you would be so kind as to share my episodes with people in your lives who you think would benefit from it, and appreciate them as you do, I would be even more grateful to you for doing so. Oh my God, what do you mean? They're playing me off here. I gotta go. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow, so many great feelings, so much gratitude. I have a wish for you this holiday season. No matter what you celebrate or where you are in the world, I wish you love, I wish you kindness, peace, and most of all, days filled with moment after moment of gratitude that make you pause, smile, and say thank you. Thank you for listening today and this year, and from the beginning, I cannot express how truly grateful I am that you're here, and I hope to bring you equally awesome content in the years to come across as many platforms as possible. I thank you. I love you. I am Dr. Johnny Bergstrom, the Gratitude Doctor for the Center of Gratitude and the Center of Gratitude radio show, reminding you that every day is Thanksgiving when you're living with gratitude. Have a grateful new year.